Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day. And that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Please share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You know people in your life who need to grow in their faith. They need to come closer to God. They need to get to heaven. Help them by sharing these studies with them. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about prejudice. Now, this falls within the broader scope of the theme we've been looking at for a long time now, and that is heart troubles. We're talking about problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective, and we've looked at a whole bunch of those already. Hatred, anger, fear, uh, gossip, weak faith, on and on. We've gone. Well, here's another one. And this is prejudice. Prejudice is a heart problem. It's a problem of the heart, how we've conditioned our heart. And it is ugly. Generally speaking, almost across the board, it is an ugly problem of the heart. Now, there might be a few exceptions where somebody says, you know, somebody says, you know, you just really, I I really admire the way you look. I admire the way you dress. And somebody might say, you know, I think you're prejudiced. (laughs) And they're, they're taking the compliment, but that person really likes that other person. And so that, in a really confined kind of way, might be an expression of prejudice or a feeling of prejudice that that's really pretty positive, but that's not usually the way it works. Remember what we read by way of introduction last time, 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 21. And here the apostle Paul gave the instruction, and he's giving this instruction to Christians. Now, as I said last time, if our culture, if our country, if all of the nations of the world would embrace Christianity in its purity, the world would be a better place. Our nation would be a better place much more gracious. Our culture would be a much purer culture. Paul wrote, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. Now those two words, prejudice and partiality, are basically synonyms, and especially in this particular verse of Scripture. We talked about a definition. We talked about a number of ways to define prejudice last time. It is a preformed opinion. Now, by preformed, we mean you've already formed your opinion about this particular individual or this particular matter, whatever it might be, before you've ever heard the facts or before you've ever gotten to know that person. You're already your, your opinion of that individual or of that particular situation, whatever it is, it's already formed in your mind. It is to prejudge more literally, and it is to have a bias. It, it shows partiality either against somebody or something, or in some cases, as I said, but this is more rare, we might say, it could be for somebody or something. But now, a lot of times, when it is for somebody or something, then that means it is already a prejudice against somebody else 
or something that might be opposed to that individual or that particular matter at hand. So it can take both directions, but probably most of the time, the lion's share of the time, so to speak, to be prejudiced, even you say in a positive direction, you know, I, I really like that person, you know, what, but you're, that probably most of the time means you're going to be prejudiced against anybody else who may have a problem with that person. Okay. You would not want to stand before a judge in a lawsuit case who, before he hears the case, is already prejudiced against you. But you also would not want to stand before a judge in a lawsuit case who is already prejudiced for your opponent. And that happens. Now, you may not have thought of that, of that before, that particular, but it, that happens. So you don't want to go before a judge who already is for your opponent and he doesn't even know you. And you also don't want to go before a judge who already doesn't like you, whether he knows your opponent or not. Prejudice is going to control the judge's decision in either case. Now, as we said, there are all kinds of prejudice, and they come from all kinds of different directions. A person who feels like he has experienced prejudice against him, himself or herself probably focuses almost exclusively on that particular line of prejudice that he or she has been experienced with. Somebody treats me wrong. Why? Well, who is that person? What are the principles of that person? What are the principles behind their prejudice against me? And that's probably a pretty narrow view of prejudice in their mind. And so, as I said, in some cases, you have prejudice in the basis of skin color. But then you go to other countries and you have prejudice between people in that particular culture who have the same skin color. You have prejudice on the part of people who are very well educated and they display it against people who they look at as bumpkins, illiterate people almost. And you have prejudice on the part of the people who are not very well educated against people who they see as being super educated and arrogant in their education. You have people who have wealth who are prejudiced against people who are poor and really struggle and display that openly. But at the same time, you have prejudice on the part of people who are poor and struggling against people who have a great wealth because they think they've got it and I don't. Well, okay, they do and you don't, but that's not a basis for prejudice against them. You have people in big cities who look down upon people in rural communities. And you have people in rural communities who look down upon people in big cities. You have people from the north who look down upon people from the south, and people from the south who look down upon people from the north. All of it is prejudice. All of it. And it doesn't have to do, when you come down to ethnicity, it doesn't have to do with skin color. You have people who are prejudiced from one country against people who are, who, who are from another country. And vice versa. So what we really are focusing on here is the heart problem, the condition of the heart that has allowed any kind of prejudice 
to generate within our thinking and to take over our mindset and actions. Because as we've said here, as we've read from the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. I want us to look at some principles that we have brought out to us in the scriptures. And prejudice is continually, continually throughout the Bible taught against and even condemned. God holds no prejudice. Now, there are people who are prejudiced against God, but God holds no prejudice. He offers forgiveness and salvation to all who will come to him through Jesus Christ. He doesn't, his offer of forgiveness and salvation and eternal life is not exclusive to certain individuals or certain people from certain countries or certain educational backgrounds or certain financial statuses. No, it's, it's to everybody. In Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 34, we read this. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. Now again, partiality is simply a synonym for prejudice. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. In other words, God's plan of salvation through Jesus Christ is for everybody in all nations. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. The invitation the Lord extended there to come to him as the Savior is for everybody. Perhaps the most familiar verse of Scripture in the entire Bible, John 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is not prejudiced as to those to whom he offers forgiveness and salvation through his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He offers that gift to everybody who will come to him through Jesus Christ. I want us to look at another text. We're running a little short on time here, but maybe I can at least read through this. Romans chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. And here we're talking about God's judgment upon mankind. Verse 6, the Apostle Paul wrote, speaking of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds, eternal life to those who by patient continuance and doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 11, for there is no partiality with God. 
when it comes matter when it comes to the matter of eternal judgment, when the Lord is going to come again to judge mankind, call us all to give account for the way we've lived our lives on this earth. Second Corinthians five and verse ten, there will be no partiality. God judges without partiality. Those who have been unrighteous will receive that kind of just of, of that kind of just judgment. Punishment. Condemnation. Those who have lived righteously will receive their reward, eternal life. But it will not be on the basis of partiality or prejudice on God's part. It will be on the basis of how each individual has lived their own life. God judges without prejudice. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for loving us, and we thank you. We thank you for being our God and our judge. Help us to live the life that you want us to live without prejudice against anybody on an unrighteous basis. Help us to be the shining light of godly love and kindness and acceptance to everybody who would live faithfully before you, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.